0: When I started unfollowing the accounts or the artists or whatever that were making me feel bad, I was able to focus on my work so much more because I was just concentrating on, oh, that, that artist is doing this and she got this gig and or he has this amount of followers or he has this amount of likes on his artwork. Why didn't I get that? It was driving me absolutely insane. <laughs> so it's a tough thing because some of those people could be your friends and... For me, it was it was tough to unfollow certain people, um, but when I did, I could just focus on my artwork more.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back or welcome to the Eat Green, Make Green podcast. So, a couple weeks ago, the first week we were open um, at Rewild in Quincy. Uh, if you're new to me and new to the podcast, um, we just opened up, a hundred percent plant-based, uh, restaurant in Quincy, Mass, just south of Boston. Um, and yeah, it was our first week open. Uh, one of the first days we had the cafe open, so we were doing coffee and drinks like that. Um, there was a woman in the restaurant that posted a picture of her matcha latte and a drawing she was working on, um, on her iPad. And she tagged us in it. And I'm looking at this photo and I was like, holy crap, like, how did she just do that on her iPad? It was just like the detail in her drawing. It was just incredible. I, I found it just outstanding. So anyway, I clicked on her profile and I'm scrolling through like all these illustrations and and all her artwork and I was just blown away. So I responded and uh, messaged her and was like, hey, you know, I'd love to connect. Like, I'd love to hear your story. Um, And, you know, a few days later, we we got together and did this podcast. So that was super cool. Um, But that was a long way of introducing this week's guest, uh, Holly Nichols. Holly is a sought after fashion illustrator, fashion illustrator, um, who lives in the Boston area, um, actually in Quincy. Um, it's really cool seeing how Rewild has sort of brought out these creative, artistic uh, people from the woodwork that I never knew were around Boston. Um, so, yeah, she is just an incredible artist. We talk about her journey from. You know, just starting out to now being, you know, hired by top brands like Apple and Disney to do really cool projects. Um, How she's developed such a massive following on Instagram. She's got like 750,000 followers on Instagram. So apparently I'm not the only one who thinks her work is incredible. Um, What she recommends for any artist starting out um, and how... You know, she went about actually getting paid, um, you know, through social media and through um, her work. Um, We talk a little bit about uh, her health and wellness journey. Uh, She has a personal account where she's, you know, very big into um, healthy eating and exercising and uh, sort of lifestyle. We talk a little bit about kind of the smoke and mirrors behind Instagram I mean, we get into all kinds of stuff. There's, I really didn't have a script on this one. Was just trying to get her story um, because I think she's super interesting and just an unbelievably cool, down to earth person. Um, and again, I can't say enough about like her talent. It's it's just beautiful. I, I'm gonna buy a bunch of her, you know, prints for for uh, my apartment because it's just awesome stuff. So, anyway, I will be quiet without further ado. The insanely talented Holly Nichols.
0: is your
1: currency. All right, I got Holly Nichols in the house. Hi. We're at Rewild. Yeah, thanks for having me. It looks Absolutely. Beautiful. <laughs> you are one of the, you are the second uh, ever podcast.
0: Oh, wow. In uh,
1: the, the beer hall here.
0: Oh, I'm honored. In Rewild, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: So, to give a little context um, to listeners, you were in here the other day having a latte and, and work doing some work in here. And uh, I saw you, you know, you tagged Rewild. And I saw in the drawing you had, and I'll put it like in the show notes for this. But the drawing you had, like, next to your latte or what were you having, a matcha latte or something? Matcha latte, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, that is insane. Like, <laughs> thank you. And then, and then, like, I clicked your profile and I was like, oh, my God, like, that is just, like, your work's just crazy good.
0: Oh, thank you so and, much.
1: Um, and, yeah, and then I saw, like, you know, you obviously have a following and that's, your work speaks for itself that way there, too. Um, oh, thank so, you. Yeah, super cool. And then I was like, wow, like, I would love to, like, find out her story and, you know, love connecting with people, especially in Quincy here. Um, so cool, yeah.
0: Yeah, we have an exciting city, and so I like to share where I am and where I'm going, and yeah. it's just kind of natural for me to post that I was here enjoying my latte. Um, see you guys opening week so i was excited to come i've been looking forward to it forward to it for a long time and um i bring my artwork with me everywhere so yeah just happened to be in the picture too so yeah cool yeah. um power um, of instagram it's yeah, been like what absolutely. 24 hours <laughs> yeah yeah we like literally
1: Turn like here here quick. now mm-hmm. now we are sitting down you know and about to hear your story so it's yeah, cool
0: excellent
1: so yeah can we uh sort of like go back in time a little bit and like sort of get some background in terms of uh, where you're from growing up, like maybe when you got into art and all that stuff?
0: Yeah, so um, I'm from Quincy. I'm born and raised here. Um, I've always been into artwork. I've always taken art classes um, anywhere I can get access to them since since I was very young. Um, I went to art school at Endicott College up in Beverly. Mm -hmm. And when I graduated I think me and a lot of my peers Got to a point where we didn't know what we were going to do. We had art degrees. There's not too much you can do with them. So I just took some odd jobs. I was bartending. And I tell everybody I was literally the worst bartender. So,
1: <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Terrible.
0: <I've>... <laughs> <laughs> I'm very 2D only. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so I was bartending, working some odd jobs. I was actually working in a school, um, working with kids with special needs, Uh, nine to five and then on the side or you know seven to three rather and then on the side I was making this artwork that I'd been kind of started my my fashion forward artwork in college so I was still working on that while I had the teaching job and the bartending job and I just started posting them on Instagram as a way to document my portfolio I didn't really have any intention behind it. And as I mentioned to you before when we were chatting, Instagram wasn't this machine that it is now. Yeah. Um, so how many years just, ago was
1: this, when you f- kind of first started putting your stuff on yeah, Instagram? Yeah, this
0: was in 2013, so yeah. a couple of years ago. Um, and it caught on pretty quickly, and I didn't expect it to. And I really, as an artist, I'm, I'm very introverted, and I don't like to put myself out there. So I never really wanted the attention, but people were gravitating toward it. They were following me. I was getting brands reposting my work and kind of was a snowball effect and eventually you know I went from a thousand followers which I thought was exciting to ten thousand and now I'm at um, like around seven hundred fifty thousand which yeah. it's a number and I'm grateful for it but I'm I'm an artist at the end of the day yeah but so it, I'm really here yeah. for my artwork not for
1: <laughs> but it's crazy at the same time so I guess like where did the skill itself come from because you're like your work is not, not to say that, like, artists that do crazy, like, abstract stuff aren't, like, super talented, but, like, to me, like, your drawings are, like, like, you're actually drawing, like, you know, people in clothes and, and things like, like, it's a very technical sort of, yeah like, where does that, like, actual talent come from? Like, have you been doing art classes and things like that since you were young? yeah Like, where does...
0: So the type of work I do now is considered fashion illustration. Mm -hmm. And um, I'd always experimented in different mediums. So when I was growing up, I was an oil oil painter. And I was doing large-scale oil paintings. And kind of switched over to acrylic. And then in uh, my college years, one of my professors noticed that a lot of my paintings were fashion-forward. And she recommended that I check out a few... um, fashion artists, and once I discovered that it was a thing I was obsessed with it and I still am and it's I can't pull myself away from doing it I just enjoy it you know so much so
1: yeah so when you say fashion illustrator like I guess who who hires you to do what and how does that whole like sort of thing work
0: yeah most of my clients are um fashion and beauty brands So I've worked with um, Nima Marcus, Saks, Barneys, Nordstrom. I've worked with Disney, which has been exciting. Apple. Cool. Um, Yeah, and usually when they hire me, they're hiring me to do work that they're also promoting on social media. So they use these illustrations as a way to kind of bring something to life that maybe is over-photographed and they want to capture it in a different way. So they bring in an illustrator like me to sketch it out and reimagine it in a way that um, is unique to our style. And then, so once they have, sorry, like this is like (laughs) totally new to me.
1: So like, what do they actually do with like the piece you create?
0: Yeah, it depends. A lot of times it only exists on social media. So the two of us might um, post it, Mm -hmm. usually synchronized, we'll post the same day. Um, And it might highlight um, a specific product they want to feature. Um, or a campaign and so that's if it exists only on social media but then other times they'll hire me to do retail work so um, I had mentioned I did a project with Saks last year and I illustrated um, accessories for them to sell retail Yeah. so it's really exciting to kind of go into Saks and see my stuff in the store Yeah. and um, I see people like holding them and yeah. people with my phone cases and stuff like that Yeah. Um, so,
1: so how crazy is it like take yourself back to like the teaching part-time and the bartending to now like you actually getting paid to do what is your passion right like yeah like so many people want that and they want to you know make money from Instagram and they want to do what they love and make money from that like I guess kind of what when you look back on like how you're able to do that now like what's it like
0: well I'm incredibly grateful (laughs) um but I also think If I had set myself up and said, this is what I'm going to do, and if I had gone into it trying, I don't think I would have been successful in it. Mm. I literally just really loved the artwork I was making, and I was sharing it just to say, all right, here's what I did, and if you want to look at my artwork, hey, go to my Instagram. So I wasn't doing it setting myself up to say okay I want to do this full time and I want to make money off of it and I want to make money off of Instagram yeah and I think if I had gone in with that mindset I wouldn't have been successful in doing it and I do see a lot of people going into it with those with that in the back of their head and they're yeah. not necessarily going to be um successful with what they think they're going to do with it yeah so, and has it's tricky
1: your, yeah and has your like at, at a certain point right like you must have like done work for an Apple or somebody like that, and then they post it, and then like both of you are kind of boosting each other, right, at that yeah. point where... Yeah. yeah, and
0: I think it. I'm very picky about who I work with, yeah. so if it's someone that um, whose message isn't in tandem with mine, I'm probably not going to take on the work. Yeah. Um, or if the project's going in a direction that I don't... It's kind of straight from the vision that I originally had I either have a, like an honest conversation with them and say, "Hey, maybe we're doing this wrong, or is there another way to do it?" Yeah. Um, and usually the um, they're very open to hearing my thoughts on it. So
1: yeah, what's been your, your favorite project to date? Oh, gosh, that you've been able to I like do? them
0: all. Um, let me think. I did work on one with Disney where the assignment was. We, there was a bunch of illustrators involved in the project, and we each got a Disney princess. And I was assigned Jasmine, and she was one of my favorite princesses when I was young. And we had to reimagine them and resketch them into, like, a modern-day couture look. So I got to take cool. what we all think of as Princess Jasmine and, you know, Very her, like, cool. blue yeah. pants. Right. And um, I just resketched her in this long gown. And so that was really exciting to yeah. kind of think back and say, oh, it was you know, playing with the Barbies and coloring in the coloring pages. And now um, I'm working directly with Disney to... You know, reimagine this yeah, sketch. That's super cool. Great. So,
1: we touched on when we first connected earlier on sort of your personal to kind of get into some some health and wellness type type stuff. Um, can you talk like a little bit about sort of your journey in terms of just lifestyle and kind of that?
0: Yeah. Um, so about maybe like two years ago. I was working 24-7, yeah. and mostly because I, I really love work, so it's hard for me. I'm sure you're the same way. It's yeah. hard for me to stop working.
1: Yeah, there's no turning it off. No, yeah. and
0: especially with social media now when you leave work, whatever your work may be, if it's at an office, if it's you know in a restaurant, if it's at a studio, it comes with you because your phone, yeah. I mean, I, I need to get a little better with it, but my phone's always on yeah. me. Um, and I'd see the notifications, and I was just overstimulated, overworked. I wasn't concentrating on myself whatsoever. And I always had this thing in my head where it was more of an excuse where I said, I'm too busy to work out, I'm too busy to pay attention to what I'm eating. And um, something changed and I was just sick of it. And I said, you know, I'm gonna figure out, um, maybe I'll cook, my first goal was to cook more and, mm. you know, order less out. Yeah. And it was a small change. And then from there, I kind of um, started paying attention to how my body felt when I ate certain ingredients and if it responded well or poorly and I got really into this kind of wellness lifestyle. I started working out all the time and I think it it kind of got to a point too where I was working out too much and thinking about health as an exercise and food thing only and not my overall well-being Mm. and so I kind of got into this rhythm where I found exercise that worked for me, exercise I really liked, and then Mm. same with the food. Food I liked, food my body was craving, and once those two synced with each other and I was able to find a balance, my work performance increased, Um, you know, my skin got better, I felt more alive, I felt awake, I felt in focus for, like, the first time in my life. So, yeah, it's been exciting, and I'm kind of turning into a tiny chef <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's exciting so.
1: yeah cool so has it how has it impacted like my initial when I first came up with this podcast like literally eat green make green sounds exactly. you know my thought was exactly how it sounds like when I sort of like really dialed in what I ate in my lifestyle and like everything I did from like a career or professional standpoint, I'm just so much better at like clearer mind, like mm-hmm. more focused, able to get more work done. Um, has that Have you noticed that when you've really like taken your health seriously, that like your your work becomes that much? Better. That's oh, totally. what I found. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I, I just needed to find a routine. Yeah. And I needed to start listening to my body itself so I was not eating enough carbs for sure. Mm. And I think it's because whenever someone thinks about improving I think a lot of people when they think about improving their diet or health, they automatically cut things. Yeah, exactly. Rather than you know, thinking about what their needs are. So I wasn't eating enough carbs, especially to even power my brain, let alone this kind of new active body that or active lifestyle that I had, um, kind of adapted to. So once I stopped thinking about it as, all right, I'm going to eliminate these things. I'm going to restrict myself from this. I'm going to make all these rules. Once I let go of the rules and just started listening to my internal cues, um, I was able to focus more at work and, you know, last the whole day at work rather than being three o'clock and trying to figure out when I was going to eat again. So
1: it takes
0: time. And I think it's more about making small changes over time Mm. than trying to take on a lot at once.
1: Yeah. And something you said before too that I loved was you found exercise that you enjoyed Totally. Yeah. I I think it doesn't have to be torturous. Yeah. Like I always (laughs) tell people like, like, you know, that I see like the people working really hard and like going to like 6am boot classes and and things like that. And it's just like,
0: you don't have to do that. You know, like find something you enjoy. And if you enjoy that, I'm very jealous. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: I do not enjoy that. You won't see me at one of those, but like, you know, A run, you know, middle of the day, like, in a park or in the woods or something. Like, that's what I love, you know? Or just a long walk, you know? Like, I find myself less and less in a a gym and more, like, just doing the activities I love. Yeah. And I feel like for so many people, if they just found what they love and just did what they loved every day, some form of movement, whatever it is. Yeah, like, absolutely. That would also just, like, alleviate the stress around, like, I have to go to the gym or I have to work out right. or whatever, you know?
0: Yeah, I know. It definitely shouldn't be a have to, I don't think. Yeah. And I think once yeah. you, at least for me, once I took away, I asked myself why I was working out and if the answer was because I want to look this way or mm. if it was something external, I immediately realized that I needed to change my set of mind, so it became oh I, I, I'm going to work out because I enjoy it and because it makes me feel good mm. and if it was an activity that wasn't making me feel good I just stopped doing it yeah. so I mean I was forcing myself to run X amount of miles every day yeah. and while I liked running it would tire me out because I was running too much or because yeah. I was running on a day where my muscles had already been fatigued so if now if I'm on a run and at mile one or one and a half I get tired. I stop. Yeah. Um, so I try to pay attention more to uh, my body. Yeah. I love that too.
1: Like, and I I think I've personally gone through like similar stages where like I used to like, I'd run with the watch and like, I had to hit like certain miles in certain time. Like now I don't bring my phone. I don't bring a watch. Like I'm totally disconnected. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, just going to see how I feel. Right. You know, and like not punish myself if I can only get a couple of miles, you know, and they were slow and pretty bad, you know, like, because in the long run, that just doesn't like help you. No, not at all.
0: And I think I was thinking in terms too of, um, oh, this exercise doesn't count because it's not a hard run. Yeah. Um, and that's a, that's a destructive way of thinking to me, um, yeah. So, you know, going for, like you said, going for a walk, enjoying nature, yeah. you know, doing a lot of laundry, all these yeah. movements um, are ways that we can improve ourselves. So. Yeah,
1: totally. And I always say like, if you're familiar with like the blue zones, mm-hmm. um, they're like pockets of the world where there's the most centenarians, um, you know, and on average people live to over a hundred and, you know, don't have heart disease and don't have cancer and things like that. And they're not pumping iron. They're not like running marathons like they literally just have movement built into their day Mm -hmm. like they're just always like you know cooking their food or like you know going for walks to go get something at the local mart or whatever like they're just constantly moving throughout the day Mm -hmm. um and i think that's like the sweet spot and people overcomplicate it Mm
0: -hmm, and if you can
1: if you can mix just movement throughout the day with being mindful of what you eat I think that's the secret sauce you know yeah definitely yeah yeah cool so what is um to get back to sort of the art side of things what is like is there a big goal right now for you or like do you love where you're at or is there a certain like threshold you'd love to get to like what's kind of have you thought about that stuff it's
0: hard I really it sounds so cliche but I really like live in the now
1: (laughs) yeah yeah, it's kind of
0: a bad good and bad thing um I definitely have goals. I really want to, I don't travel enough, so I really want to travel more. And I'm fortunate that I can work wherever I want to. I have a mobile studio essentially with my little suitcase of markers and laptop. So I definitely want to travel more. I've never been to Europe. Um, One goal of mine was to go to New York Fashion Week, which happens in September and February every year. And that, I was able to do that six months after I quit my job and took took my artwork full time. So my next one after that was to be able to go to Paris Fashion Week. So I haven't hit that yet, but cool. that's my next dream. To so travel hopefully a little it comes more becomes a reality. Yeah, travel yeah. more, make art in new places. Yeah, kind of go outside of my comfort zone a bit with my artwork. We'd, we we kind of spoke briefly about you know doing more large scale work and yeah. being intimidated by going away from my tiny little notepad. So
1: yeah, very cool. Yeah, couldn't What's, hurt. Yeah, what is is there? I guess what's, the, what's kind of the best trip slash place you've been thus far and in, in where is, like, on the bucket list outside wow. of Paris?
0: Well, so I've, it wasn't art-related, but I took a um, month trip to Costa Rica, uh, and that was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Um, so different from here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a shock. Talk and about was, healthy
1: lifestyle, right? Oh, I know. I'm sure. It was
0: beautiful, too. Yeah. And um, I live with a family um, in near the capital, and I just got to adapt to their lifestyle and you really appreciate nature when you're there and how how did you how did you like set that
1: up that you ended up living with a family was that through a connection or something
0: it was part of um a college trip so we went and we it was more like a spanish learning trip and I I took spanish all through my high school years but I picked up more spanish in that month than I ever could in school so it's incredible
1: very cool. Yeah, yeah, one of the one of the Blue Zones is down there, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I forget it. the... I'm bad with the names of them, but... Yeah, there's one in Costa Rica.
0: Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. And just breathing the air. You don't realize we're suffocating here. I know. <laughs> I know. In a metropolitan area, and you breathe that air, and you didn't realize how different it can be yeah, until you Yeah, and, you're and you, like, see the
1: stars. Oh, and, it's incredible. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, and you can hear nature, and just amazing yeah totally lots of green (laughs) yeah
1: yeah so what what where is on the on the bucket
0: list uh europe i want to go all over europe all over europe yeah yeah Yeah. see the artwork
1: yep cool Mm -hmm. very cool um yeah what um so i've been portugal spain ireland Mm, Switzerland. Oh wow! Well, you so got me then, beat. Yeah. <laughs> Where have you been anywhere over there yet?
0: No. Um, and yeah. the only other place I really go to frequently, my college roommate is Bermudian. Oh, cool. So that's I That's not a bad. It's not, not a bad. bad in, no. Do you like do you spring break down there and stuff? I go there all the time. I knew. Yeah. I didn't know she was from Bermuda when I befriended yeah. her. All my friends joke that I just made friends with her because yeah. she was Bermuda. But yeah. um. Yeah, so I go visit her every year and I recently was fortunate enough to get a um, job with the Hamilton Princess in Bermuda, which is um, a big hotel down there. So I'll be doing work with them, re-sketching um, their logo for a different uh, merchandise in their gift shop. So I'll be able to go there a few times this year. It's another gorgeous place, I've never seen water more blue. Yeah, again. And they really, um, they appreciate nature there more than anywhere else I've ever seen. And yeah. the fish and everything, it's incredible.
1: Very cool. Mm-hmm. So to somebody listening that, like, wants to, they're they're dabbling with art and things like that, that wants to kind of take it more seriously. I know your approach was like, don't take it I seriously, like just do what yeah. you love. <laughs> 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 Which is cool, too. But, like, like, what sort of advice somebody who's kind of, like, you know actually made it into a career like what kind of advice do you have for like I know 10 off the top of my head you mm-hmm. know friends that are artists that you know can't support themselves doing it yeah i yeah.
0: say draw every day it's kind of the first one yeah even if you don't feel like drawing a lot of times I am not in the mood to draw And I force myself to, and my pen or my pencil will start moving, and I see something on the paper that I couldn't think of in my head before. So I think if you just kind of set yourself up and just do it, clean the space around you, light a candle, listen to music, whatever Mm. helps. So draw every day. I would say also um, go to as many events as you can that are related to the industry you want to be in. I think you could apply that to anything. Mm. Networking helped me a lot, Um, just meeting people you never think thought you could word of mouth helps for sure and this is kind of specific to social media but when I started unfollowing the accounts or the artists or whatever that were making me feel bad I was able to focus on my work so much more because I was just concentrating on oh that that artist is doing this and she got this gig and or he has this amount of followers or he has this amount yeah. of likes on his artwork. Why didn't I get that? It was driving me absolutely insane. <laughs> so it's a tough thing because some of those people could be your friends. And for me, it was, it was tough to unfollow certain people. Um, yeah. but when I did, I could just focus on my artwork more. Yeah. Instead that of comparing is myself to such them. Such
1: a great piece of advice. Yeah. And I definitely find myself doing that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah, comparing. There's a there's a quote, something like, "I'm gonna mess it up, so I won't say it." But like comparing is it's like. It's
0: like the thief of joy, or yes, something. Yeah, yeah, that's the that one before. I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah, and it really um, is. Yeah,
1: and in like today's world, where yeah, it's like that. With in in the world of Instagram and Facebook, it's like that's so such a real thing. Yeah, so you know, and I think I think it very much is like one of the many reasons like there's a lot of depression and oh, things like that because it's
0: rewired our brains yeah
1: where you see kind of that like you know person that looks better than you person that is making more money than you person that you know has better artwork has yeah. more followers <laughs> And it's,
0: it's all smoke and mirrors exactly completely and I mean I even see I edit some of my posts to make the colors brighter sometimes yeah. so and, but usually when I post something, I'll be I'll be very transparent. So someone else looking at that won't be intimidated by what I did. Um, I try to be as transparent as I can across the board. But I, I was thinking recently, I was in New York for Fashion Week this past September. And there, was these, there were these two girls dressed to the nines at a fashion show. And there's this whole thing about, oh, sitting front row. Everyone wants to sit front row. And they hopped over their seat which was in the fourth row took a picture like a selfie in the front row and then left and went back to their seat and then they posted on social media sitting front row and I'm like oh this is so easy for anyone to just do that yeah so you can be whoever you want to be on Instagram for the better or worse yeah it's hard when someone else is looking at that and feeling bad so
1: yeah and even on top of that too like like in your great example of this actually like somebody that has that, like, super big following, right? Mm -hmm. And you have this picture in your mind of, like, their life, you know? And then, like, you know, you meet somebody like you who has that, like, big following and, like, this, like, super cool, like, artistic profile, and it's like, oh... They're just normal people. Yep. And mm-hmm. you know, and And
0: we're reading our comments. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I see everything.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for
0: better or for yeah, worse. Like, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. It's not like yeah, exactly you're reading your comments. Yeah, for sure. we
0: forget that there's a person behind it. I think yeah. it's hard too, because I don't share pictures of myself. I do I have a personal account where I do, but yeah um, so people kind of just think of me as my artwork, which is my goal. I I don't I, I want my artwork to speak for itself. So but it's it is hard when people don't realize that I'm a person mind. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, I think like with the bigger
1: the bigger following you have, the the less like you know, people think you're actually seeing what they're saying for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just so true and just like even being in scenarios where you see like the image behind like the Instagram post of somebody with like a million followers. And it's just like, oh, like, you know, it was like, you know, his girlfriend, and they like, you know, we're just, you know, you just see right. like behind the scenes, and you're, yeah, you don't see what just, went into it, yeah, you don't see what went into it, and <laughs> see the like, girl
0: hovering over the table, like all that stuff. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, so that's 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 it's really cool. And, yeah, yeah, so
0: trying to um, find approval from yourself rather than validation from likes and numbers and yeah, and would you say those lines?
1: Yeah, like, would you say from, like, an artistic standpoint, and I know, like, I podcast-wise do this all the time, like, there's a bunch of podcasts I love to listen to, Mm -hmm. and I've noticed just, like, when I go back and listen to mine, I'm like, oh, like, I'm kind of, like, taking some of their style into my podcast, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So, from, like, an art standpoint, when you follow somebody whose work you love or unfollow them, Mm -hmm. like... I guess what combination does other people's work influence yours? And like, do you let other people's work influence? Like, are there are there kind of people you still look to for kind of like ideas or like things like that?
0: Um, yeah, I'd say so. I try as when I'm making my own art, I try not to look at others, um, specifically like fashion illustrators' work, because I can get. I mean, you could be subconsciously inspired by it and not realize that too so i try not to look at fashion illustrator's work when i'm creating my new work but Mm. i do look at um you know a fashion photographer's work the way he or she may have captured the gown coming down the runway um or i'll look at design the fashion designer's work and i will think of a way to reinterpret his or her um you know usually gown into a drawing Mm. kind of try to think that way um I don't follow too many other artists. I know that sounds yeah. bad, but I follow um, one girl, Katie Rogers. Her handle is Paper Fashion. If anyone wants to check her out, and her style is different enough from mine that I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm okay with following her. Um, yeah. I respect her so much. She's an incredible businesswoman and artist. So, and she's so kind. So, and she's so willing to share tips with everyone too. So, I try to follow the right people and. There's nothing wrong with being inspired by someone else. I think it's just how you take how you change it and how you put it into your own work, and as long as you're doing it in a way that's tasteful and that satisfies copyright laws, yeah <laughs> that it's okay so, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: another thing you said earlier was just doing it every day, another mm-hmm. thing that I think can be applied to like whatever you're striving toward mm-hmm. is. I mean, that's it, right? Whatever yeah. your craft is, mm-hmm. you got to do it every day. Yeah, and it doesn't you have gotta, to be so literal, too. Yeah. I mean,
0: if it's just taking a photograph and recording the photograph to remember to do a drawing later, I think that counts towards that, too. Yeah. So you might not be able to draw that day. And it's okay, because, I mean, I know there's some days where I really, really, really just want to lay in bed. But, yeah. you know, writing down an idea Yeah. is still productive.
1: Yeah, and same thing on, like, the health standpoint from a health standpoint it's like if you want to be fit like move every day you yeah. know it's kind of like mm-hmm. that mentality it's yeah. like if you Little have habit like habit changes yeah mm-hmm. yeah totally mm-hmm. totally so what extent do you need to like know fashion like do you like stick with like do you know like the new fashion trends and stuff or do you even like create some trends like with your work like oh how does oh gosh that all work? well that
0: would be interesting I don't know if I do I hope someone could <laughs> attest to that but <laughs> yeah. um I I love following fashion yeah I love paying attention to the trends but I mean as you can see I'm not <laughs> I'm wearing a gap sweater <laughs> yeah. and leggings so yeah. um there are times though where I do like to kind of push the limits of my own fashion but I like to be comfortable and I love seeing, I I look at fashion as artwork. So when I'm looking at um, someone's work, it's more from an artistic perspective than something I might wear myself.
1: Yeah, what are some of, like,
0: the I think trends that's why I seeing. draw, too, because yeah. it's, I, it's like, a way for me to enjoy the fashion without wearing it myself. Because mm. so a lot of it's expensive. I'm not going to be wearing a $20,000 gown yeah. all yeah, the totally. time, So <laughs> totally. I can draw it, or if there's a pair of shoes I want, sometimes I just draw it to get it out of my system. Yeah,
1: that's, that's super cool. Yeah. Yeah, what, um, I just had a question. I'm drawing a blank. Um...
0: Totally forget what I was going to ask. I think you were going to ask me, you mentioned something about um, specific trends or designers, maybe. Uh, Yeah, yeah, in the, that's right, in the, (laughs) uh,
1: yeah, just in fashion right now, I know, like, a lot of brands, like Stella McCartney, and to sort of tie into things into my vegan world, like, a lot of people are going, you know, getting rid of fur and (laughs) going more sustainable, and... What have you seen kind of like on that front in fashion?
0: A lot of people are moving that way and it's very encouraging. Yeah. I think, I I hope I don't get this incorrect. I think Burberry was one of the first to do it. And then it was just kind of a snowball effect. I'll have to double check that my facts on that. But yeah, I noticed that a lot of them more and more are just eliminating fur, which is really exciting. Yeah. And do then you, we still have some crazy people out there like Stefano Gabbana. <laughs> yeah. All of him. He's. That's yeah. some wild thoughts. So there, there's room for improvement, certainly. And yeah. I think it's just a, um, a, st- the way you, a, a change in the state of mind of um, the designers themselves. And then yeah. the people, the consumers, too. They have to um, change their state of mind as well. Mm. Yeah, I think, like... Awareness. There's more awareness around it, Definitely. Too. And I think, yeah. like,
1: people are sort of aware to the whole... Like, the H&Ms and the... The fast fashion. Yeah, Yeah. the fast fashion sort Mm of... Although it's so accessible and it's so... Like, even I wear some of that stuff. Oh, same, yeah. Like, I'll wear, like, Zara all the time. Mm -hmm. I love their stuff. But I know, Mm -hmm. like, they just churn that stuff out and there's just so much waste. Yeah. And most of their stuff, like, I don't have Mm long-term. So... There's kind of, like, a balance, you know, for somebody that cares mm-hmm. of, like, buying something that's fashionable, number one, buying something that lasts long so you're not, like, being wasteful every year, um, but also buying something that you can afford, right? you know, yeah. so, yeah, I don't know if there's, like, a middle ground, you know, but I find myself more and more, like, like, right now I'm wearing, um, a, a buddy of mine's shirt, um, he started, out of the South End of Boston, started a little, like, men's shirt uh, company uh, called Darwin. And he charges, like, you know, 300 bucks for his dress shirts, which is a lot, you mm-hmm. know, to me for clothing. Because it, that just seems a lot for a shirt to me. But
0: but how long is it going to last compared yeah, to your It la- lasts shirt.
1: forever. It, like, fits me to a T. Like, very, you know, perfect fit. Yeah. And, uh... And there's a... I know the work that went into it and the handcraftedness mm-hmm. that went into it. And I know where the materials come from. And, yeah. like, I want to support that and wear that as long as possible, mm-hmm. you
0: know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it makes you feel good when you're buying it. It makes you feel good to support someone. And yeah. And you know where... Like you said, you know where it's coming from. And yeah. I think the other thing that... I had this moment where I was thinking about all the chemicals that are sitting on my clothes and that's mm. going in your skin and yeah. that can be doing to you. And, and I think same approach oh. to health and fitness. It's making better choices over time rather than, you know, you can't be perfect, but you can be better.
1: Yeah, totally. <laughs> so
0: for me, like I do still buy, I find myself buying clothes from fast fashion companies because it's, like you said, it's accessible. Yeah. It's and, tempting. Yeah. And they, they're
1: so good at hitting... Like you can get like the Zara H&M like style pant that is, you know, an exact like cut of like, you know, one of the really high end fashion. You know, they do a really good job of like design wise, Mm -hmm. you know, um, so it's hard, it's hard to turn down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. What do you see as like, so sustainability and, and all that, is there anything else you kind of foresee coming in like the industry?
0: Um, I think, I think you kind of mentioned it, but like smaller brands and individuals because mm. of the awareness around it, people are way more oh, yeah. abrasive of it and they're getting a higher platform, not only from social media, but just the hype around people wanting to purchase better and give their money to, um, somewhere better than they have been. So yeah. hopefully that's a growing trend.
1: Yeah. Cool. You, it would do you, be better for
0: everybody. Yeah, I <laughs> all agree. around.
1: Agreed. It's you, crazy when
0: you think about. I think when you know the co- how much something co- um, costs to make versus what you're paying for it, that's when people start to rethink where they're buying from. Mm, I like something that. Something that costs twelve cents to make, you could be charged upwards of a hundred dollars for it. And yeah. And you then you think why or how and where's my money going and who's getting paid for their job for their work on it? And
1: yeah, and how did twelve cents get this right. from Thailand to you know the South Shore Plaza? Yeah, H&M? it's a bit terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's like that did not cost twelve cents. No, like, how did they? You know, how did they do that? Yeah, <laughs> it definitely. is terrifying. Mm-hmm. It is terrifying. So, do you outside of sort of like the the fashion artwork, do you? Do anything else like any other style of art like do you
0: yeah I mean I grew up painting landscapes um, not not um, very realistic landscapes, but I I, I guess you call them like abstract landscapes I grew up doing that um, in a lot of watercolor work that's how I started and then I um, adapted or I found these Copic markers and that's how I started with the fashion illustrations but Mm. Um, So I kind of sometimes go back to that painting style whenever I feel burnt out with the fashion style. And usually I end up feeling burnt out at the end of a project. (laughs) Mm. Because a lot of times what a commission does is I get excited about the commission initially. And then... It turns into work, and yeah. you kind of have to take a step back from it, maybe take a quick break and do that abstract painting to reset your mind frame mm. and get it recharged and refreshed. And then when I go back to the commission, I'm have a I'm more in tune to what I need to be doing and enjoying it more. So not getting pinholed into one artistic style certainly has helped me.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. What's one thing... Doesn't have to be career or art related or anything about you that we haven't talked about that maybe you want to share?
0: Hmm. Oh goodness, I play piano.
1: You play piano. (laughs) You're like
0: always been very creative. You do it all.
1: (laughs) And from a young age, have you?
0: Yeah, my family. My family's pretty creative. I have a lot of musicians in my family. My mother's. My mother played piano, so Mm -hmm. I was always around her playing piano, and she put me in lessons when I was young, and. So I was in art classes while I was in, you know, drama production and piano lessons and I danced my whole life. So I've always been very creative. I've never been an athlete, but I feel like I'm slowly moving towards it with my, you know, lifestyle now as I'm making up for all the years I skipped gym in high school. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So athlete
1: meaning like, do you want to get into like,
0: I run a lot and I I, I I enjoy running a lot. I do pretty much every physical activity. I dabble. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Um, I, you know, it's, it's just exciting to me. I like moving my body. Yeah. But like I said, when I, when I don't want to move, I don't.
1: <laughs> yeah. Have you. <laughs> or I find
0: a more, something more relaxing. Like this evening, I'll be going to yoga. Yeah. Like a more slower paced yoga class. So. Cool. It helps me stay centered.
1: Have you ever thought about doing like, have you done like a marathon or anything like that? I haven't. Like... My
0: next goal is a half marathon. Cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Baby yeah. steps. Yeah, but I'd yeah. love to
0: do a marathon someday. Do you I've have, like, one ever. on the
1: calendar that maybe... Nothing be, on the... I yeah. think
0: that that should be probably yeah. the first step is to just yeah. schedule <laughs> it and then <laughs> train for and it. And then make
1: yourself have to yeah. show up for it. But, mm-hmm. yeah. But I also think, like, it's cool that... You don't put it on the calendar to an extent too and you're just like, ah, you know, if I get if I get to it I get to it, you know, and right. You know, I am think... a
0: very spontaneous person. I think I mentioned cool. it I kinda yeah. live in the moment, probably a bit too much, but
1: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, cool.
0: I think if something's meant to be it'll find you.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. So what is out of all the art you've done, what's what's been like the most fulfilling thing you've you've drawn or or, or done?
0: Ugh. I feel like every time I finish something, it's my favorite piece. And I know a lot of people say that, but it really is. Um, I keep on growing as an artist and as a person as the time goes by. And Mm. there's always something, a new material to work with or a new subject to draw. And it's exciting, too, to kind of look back on my progress and see how it's developed and how my style's changed so whenever I finish a new piece is when I get the most excited and most excited and feel most fulfilled mm. yeah cool. and then sharing it with my audience and hearing what they have to say about it yeah keeps me going as well and the, I cool. will say too the for social media all the bad that's on social media the artist community is incredible and 99% of the time my feedback is positive from them and um encouraging and we're all embracive of each other and each other's artwork and everyone's, everyone has a space in, um, on the table. So yeah, it's great.
1: Very cool. Very cool. Um, is there anything else you'd want to share
0: or talk about? Oh God, I can't think of anything. I'm just excited. You guys are here and in Quincy of all places. I feel like we don't, we haven't had anything like this, so it's great. And it's in such an artful space too.
1: Yeah, I get a, I'm, so you, you, you don't, you've never met a brand.
0: You know what? I yeah. actually did meet him you did? Okay. by chance because I was at another Quincy Business Coffee Break Cafe yep. grabbing a coffee and I saw this guy outside um, drawing on the app that I use and it's not, I, I don't see a ton of people around here using it. So I stopped him and I asked him, I was like, oh, are you using Procreate? And he said yes and he gave me his card and then I've been following him since then and I noticed he was um, one of the graffiti artists in here yeah
1: so it's funny you mentioned that program that you use that too because he he didn't do it in here but I've seen him like with other places he's done he'll you know sketch out the wall before he does it on Procreate Mm -hmm. and it's just like so wild to me like his mind and even like you know this these birds here he did like
0: beautiful when I
1: asked him about it right like to me it's you know, I'm like, oh, that's, like, super cool, like, birds. And then I was like, you know, tell me what's going on. And he, it was like, it was super, like, in-depth, like, the, you know, the, the male giving his heart to the female. And wow, it started beautiful. out, the, the piece wow. started out black and white. Wow. Um, and then he added color. I was like, oh, I like the color. And he was like, yeah, man, you know, love isn't black and white. And he wow. had, like, the reasoning behind every little detail. And, like, mine's, like, his and yours like, you know, people that aren't artistic, it's, it's just, incredible. like, so mind-blowing to me that... Yeah, but you can't say you guys you're not
0: artistic it? because you've created this and you've created a brand and that takes a lot of creativity, for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, but nothing, like...
0: <laughs> it's just a <laughs> different like. form of art. Yeah, I guess so. And you can never so. say never, so... Yeah,
1: I guess so, mm-hmm. I guess so. Cool, well, um, yeah, I, again, like fired up you stopped in and excited that we connected and yeah I know I, was I just found like, a new
0: place to make art it's going to be part yeah. of my new routine coming in here in the morning and yeah. sitting down with my macho latte and doing some drawings
1: yeah and if there is uh, if you ever want to do like I don't know if you do live art stuff but I know like Brands has done that a few times uh, at different places I don't know yeah could be something you know put a projector up and kind of like mm-hmm. you know It'll yeah, like cool. I
0: said, I say yes and then figure it out later. <laughs> <laughs> Work my way backwards. <laughs> I like
1: that. I like that. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, I guess uh, I because this is generally health-focused, I will ask um, to somebody listening out there that um, is maybe, maybe it's career, maybe it's health, maybe it's, uh, you know, they're just trying to sort of figure it out and get on the right track. Um What's, like, the first step tomorrow morning that you would recommend that they can do to either maybe find their passion or, you know, get on a track to better health? Or I asked, like, five different questions there. but Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I guess just try to be a better person than you were the day before and step outside of your comfort zone a bit more than you did the day before as well.
1: Very cool. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. And where can um, people reach out and, f- and follow your work and all that?
0: Yeah, I'm on Instagram. My artist account is H. Nichols Illustration and then I kind of have like a health and wellness personal account. Um, it's called Holly Living Artfully. I
1: didn't know that. I got to mm-hmm. I gotta follow that one. Yeah. All right. Cool, cool, <laughs> cool. And are you like posting food and workouts on there and stuff? Or it's like... a lot of
0: food, travel photos, my workouts, all yeah. that jazz.
1: Nice. I love mm-hmm. it. I love like that's, that's it right there. Yeah. Arts, movements, feeling yeah. good, health. You know, all love it synced.
0: all. And then if they're local, I have a studio in Braintree as well.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. whereabouts in Braintree?
0: Um, it's on River Street. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I have open studios all the time around the holidays and different stuff like that so it's a great way to meet people and a great way for me to get people in the studio because um, I'm usually yeah. all there by myself so <laughs> and do you sell like art in there and everything um I sell artwork mostly online but um yes yeah, so they do they do um have the option to come in and buy it right out of the studio as well
1: cool mm-hmm. cool well thank you
0: yeah I think thank you. I think we do it's that been there. exciting to talk
1: yeah cool <laughs> cool